part of my channel now where it's like, if you can see me aggressively loving myself and that inspires you to aggressively love yourself, amazing. Now we're both starting to shine. We're both starting to see our true colors, both like there's so much room for all of us to, to grow and shine and rise. There's so much room. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Just Go With It. Happy Friday. Happy hour. We are here just in time to have a little chat. We finally have a guest back on. So it's not just Ashley and I blabbing away, even though I know you all love us so much. as We love us almost. Yeah. So on this Friday episode, we are here with Deanna Giulietti from TikTok. You might recognize her from her Outfit of the Day videos, her quest to be on the Bachelor franchise, or her time in theater and musicals in New York City. And just her overall joie de vivre, just to give a little nod to the morning toast, because they've been saying that a lot. That's an SAT word if I've ever heard one. It totally is. And I actually really enjoy saying it. Let's say it more. What does it mean? Can we get a definition for the fans that might not know? I think it just means like zest for life, but I can find you the exact translation if you're interested. (laughs) I am. Sounds like an excellent new tattoo idea. But anyway. It's not like I studied abroad in Switzerland for like a year and took French or anything, but I'm pretty sure joie is like a verb meaning to play and de vivre would mean like life. So, you know, life full of play, laughter, whimsy, that kind of thing. Oh, wow. Bonus points to you if that you're actually right. But anyways, on this app. No, no, no. I have the translation. Don't you wait. Okay. (laughs) The internet. There's actually, I didn't know if you knew this, but we actually have information at our fingertips with the internet these days. So I'm going to read you what it means. The World Wide Web. <laughs> yes, www.tellmewhatthismeans.com. Okay. A joie de vivre is a French. <clears throat> okay, so first of all, it's not spelled how I thought it would be spelled, but it's kind of close. So it says, joie de vivre is a French phrase often used in English to express a cheerful enjoyment of life and exaltation of spirit. It can be a joy to have a conversation, a joy of eating, a joy of anything you might do. And a joie de vivre might be seen as a joy of everything. And that's that's a philosophy of life. That's really kind of beautiful. Maybe that should be our group tattoo. Is that not exactly what I translated it as? I'm actually kind of proud. Yeah, everyone, this uh, tens of thousands of dollar education paid off elementary French here. Here she comes. (laughs) I am a world traveler. I can translate French. Actually, I have been thinking about Spanish, actually, like. Just on the side. You should. Like, don't you think that'd be every every year we learn a new skill on the side for fun this past year's podcasting. Okay. Since Anyways. I can't myself to put any time into splits. I might as well get a, <laughs> a hobby that actually helps me in like my career. <laughs> Someone keep a tally of how many times I've said so anyways. So anyways, on this episode, we absolutely dive into what it means to be confident, how to carry that through you as you go deeper and deeper into your 20s. We talk about some unique jobs, sometime working on a cruise ship for any of you that ever want to be a cruise director. If you're into theater, musical, Broadway, we have that coming at you. And most importantly, we are picking back up our TikTok series and figuring out how the heck Deanna went from not being on TikTok at all to having well over a million followers in just a few months time. Yeah, it's quite the colorful episode, you guys. So get your coloring books out because it's going to be really interactive and exciting. All right. And without further ado, hey, girl. How's it going? Tell the people where you're recording from. It's so nice to meet you and see you. And I'm so excited to chat. 
Yeah. Okay. Hi, I'm Diana. I'm filming from my apartment in New York City. I'm thriving. I don't know where you you both are at. Where are you all? I'm in Southern California. And okay. I'm up in the Pacific Northwest in Washington State. Okay. Okay. So very, very, very far from New York City. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you ever been to the city? Have you ever been to New York? I haven't been since I was a kid. I want to go back now that I'm a grown up. I went once with my friend India, who was in DC, and we took like a, the train or whatever up for a weekend in New York, and that was my first and only time. And it was around Christmas, so it was really fun. Oh, the best time! Okay, well, if you ever come again, we'll have to hit up some great spots. I will show you around. <laughs> oh, we'll hold you to that. <laughs> I can't wait to explore it as a young. Same. <laughs> okay, so when did you move to New York? Kind of what happened to you post like high school? Did you go to college? What happened post college? Kind of walk us through what it all happened to you. <laughs> yeah, where have you been? What happened? <laughs> yeah, okay. So I did go to college. I went to college at Hofstra University on Long Island. I went to college for four years and then right out of college, like booked a job in the city, like as a performer. I went to school for drama. I went to school for vocal bachelor in science and vocal performance and uh, drama, communications. It all came together at the end and then um I literally booked theater professionally right out of school and I moved into the city and have been in the city ever since but then after like two years of doing um professional work in New York I booked a cruise line and I thought that was the dream job of a lifetime working on a cruise ship oh my so then I Diana, I have to stop you right there and let you know that Ashley and I had a dream. It was kind of like a joke, but honestly, I think it was more an actual dream for me than Ashley. But we think we could have been the best cruise directors because we are just so like talkative. We're like hyping everyone up at the parties, like just have that personality trait. And also, we just think it'd be really funny if we were cruise directors together. Great for the bit and the storyline and the plot line of our lives. (laughs) So please tell us all about that. Yes. Okay. Cruising is the best thing I ever did out of school. Like, Oh my God, I got to go all around. Don't tempt us. (laughs) Well, it's different for performers. I'll say that like performers get to like live their best lives, go on the beach, have a good time. And then all we have to worry about is performing at night. The cruise director and the entertainment staff, they are like, they're hosting the volleyball games. They're giving you bingo. Yeah. They're giving you the dance competitions. And I that's us. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I just like participating in all those events. Yeah. Um I like the free reign to be like, yeah, but I'm going to the beach today. Like have fun with bingo today. <laughs> but wow, it's the best job. The only time I've ever been on a cruise was when I was studying abroad and my study abroad program took us all on a cruise, which sounds ridiculous because it was it ridiculous. Was. <laughs> and wow. I remember I remember the performances so vividly like I was living for them and also I was living for the like tango class on the deck like at noon you know like right after lunchtime and I remember I was trying to like learn how to dance with my boyfriend and like the whole program was just watching us and it was so embarrassing like I wanted to die. I love it I oh man I love cruises. I know so many people hate them, but I feel like the three of us would just have the best time on a cruise. We would. Say less. 
it's full of drama and you're just like trapped in a boat in the middle of the ocean with all these people who like know all literally all your drama it's, it's like best. being trapped on a reality yeah, that is an introvert's worst hell but that is my dream uh, <laughs> so you went to school for drama but you do musical right stuff musical theater you can sing basically is what i'm getting at <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. I, I went to school okay. for vocal performance for opera. Oh, wow. And then I was like always, I was doing stuff with the drama department all the time. Like I was getting cast in their shows and everything. And then it was like, I had to make a choice like two years into school. I was like, okay, I have to decide. Am I going to go through with opera or drama? Like you had to choose. So I ended up going what with drama. <laughs> what a path. What a journey. I was like, can't we just do them all? But No. Instead, if you're on Disney Channel, those people were machines, triple threads. You had to do it all. Kenny Ortega had them like a well-oiled machine, if anyone remembers him. Yeah. Pumping stars out left and right. Um, Okay, so you're on the cruise ship. You're living it up. What is one of, what is something unexpected that someone doesn't know about life on a cruise ship? Working on it. They don't watch Below Deck. What's something unexpected? Okay, what's unexpected? Well, what is expected is like romances within the staff. Do you think that's accurate or is that a myth? Yeah, you're all shoved on a tiny little island. 100%. Accurate. You're trapped on this boat for eight months and the only place you can all hang out and have fun is the crew bar. And the crew bar is tiny, tiny. And the drinks are so cheap. Drink Okay, for crew members, it's like a dollar for a drink. Are you kidding? So, it's like it's- <laughs> Oh, yeah. So it's like when you're going to crew bar, if you're going to crew bar and you're looking to like have some romance, I mean that it's it's a whoa. But I guess what people don't know is like also the you like how do I say this? Nice. You can Not say nice. it. I don't know what to say. How do I say this? Anyone, anyone who works on the ship is so open to hooking up with passengers. Oh, ooh, like, passengers. I think what people don't really know. <laughs> If Norwegian is listening, I didn't do this. But <laughs> you don't have a single sponsor, no one will hear. If you're looking for this like fairy tale thing on a cruise ship or something, and you're like really want to hook up with a performer, I guarantee you you can. You just have to be bold enough to make that move. Ashley, you hear that? That's, That's our said. kind of place. Or if you're a performer looking for a wide dating base, Abby's eyes light up. Like we're golden. We <laughs> Norwegian, here we come. Ashley, one dollar drink for you, endless men for me. Sounds just like our personalities. Yep, yeah. Um, so it's kind of like some would say, Bachelor in Paradise. And you are pining for Bachelor in Paradise, aren't you? So is Abby. Don't worry. Abby, we have submitted countless, countless applications for Abby, but you have a much bigger yes. platform to get on. So what's going on with that? So sad. And how can we partner? <laughs> how can we help you? Help us help you. <laughs> I know like how do we do this so sad I like always applied I've been obsessed for I've watched every single season as like I just love it so much and um I apply every year and then I thought with this huge platform I'll have hundreds and hundreds of people applying for me and I still didn't even get an interview that is so rude honestly like how dare they no you know 20,000 people tagged them 20,000 20,000 and I got no interview you're just not the right person for this year then. Like, I think it's all about building the perfect cast of like mixing up 
Yeah, I think you just I think you just have to wait at this point. Yeah, it's almost like a Willy Wonka golden ticket situation. Like there's only five golden tickets to go around and everyone's just waiting around to be asked to be on this show. So annoying. I've almost given up. I'm almost at the point of like, you know what? I'm going to make my own reality TV show. Like I love The Bachelor, but... You're on to bigger and better. Honestly, if you made your own, (laughs) I would love to that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, why don't I just make it myself? Like whether it's through TikTok, whether it's through social media, whether it's me just going on hinge and getting 20 people and making them all come to the bar, like something like that. <laughs> Live streaming it. Yeah. Like people, people will watch and it'll be a funny story to tell. So <laughs> well, if you need women for your reality show, as our fans know, we um, apply Abby to every dating reality show that exists that's on the market. And we're waiting for some callbacks. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Oh, we need it. We need it. Yeah. We're on the same wave, same wavelength, girl, you and I. I love it. Which one would, would be your dream to go on? I feel like definitely paradise. If it was, you know, something that you could apply for separately from having to not go on The Bachelor first, because I think The Bachelor is a hot mess and a half. But the paradise part, you get a free vacation with it, basically. And you're just like right. on the beach and you make so many girlfriends, too. And it's like, oh, that that looks less petty and more fun. Like, I'd be here for that. <laughs> what about like Big Brother? Would you ever do Big Brother? Ooh. Yeah, another one that we uh, are pining for. <laughs> okay, Ashley and I won't shut up about Survivor. Our fans know, like, we've been getting so, so into it. But when I was thinking about it, I really don't think I could outwit, outplay, outlast because the first thing you gotta do is outlast. And I don't think I could withstand the elements. I think I'm too much of a baby. But on Big Brother, you get to sleep in big, cushy beds and wear makeup and in- participate in the challenges and the backstabbing. And I think that is much more my speed. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, a domestic version of Survivor. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to sleep in a bed. <laughs> okay, so you are on the cruise ship. You're having a ball. You get off. You end up back in New York. And then do you go into live theater on the stage there? What comes next for you? Aside from The Bachelor, um, of course. <laughs> yes, of course. Of course. Well, yeah. So, so I, was, I was doing stage, then cruise. Then I literally got off of doing Jersey Boys and pandemic hit. So I was like, okay, here we go. I'm straight off the boat and right back with my father and mother <laughs> in Massachusetts working construction. <laughs> a nice older couple. That's what we always say. We live with a nice older couple that we see once in a while. We run into, they live downstairs. I live upstairs. <laughs> Honestly, people in theater in New York, like when Broadway shut down and all of the events shut down and they all had to like move back in with their parents at whatever age, like that's a reality show I would tune in for. Missed opportunity on producers' part. Yeah. Literally. Like going from, literally going from the stage, packed houses, thousands of people every night to literally back. And I was making content in the basement of my parents' apartment and then working construction with my dad all day. And I was like, I can't do this. Get you a girl that can do both. You're like singing at night, swinging the sledgehammer during the day. Like, wow. That's right. That's right. But that's how I, that's how I ended up in the first place was from that whole, like, I was just working in construction 24 seven. And I was like, Oh, I need, I'm missing that creative, like mm-hmm. connection with people, that community. I need it. And you found and that so within I, TikTok. Yeah. Before cool. we jump into TikTok real quick, what are some of your favorite productions you've been in? Just curious. You said Jersey boys was one. 
Jersey Boys, okay, my favorite production I've ever done ever was Lizzie the Musical. I played Lizzie. It was incredible. The show was amazing. The cast was amazing. The role was amazing. It was so good. And then I think the part that was like most me like was Mary Delgado and Jersey Boys. And then the cast that was the best that I've ever been in uh, was Heather's the musical. Oh, fun. And then I've seen that favorite, movie, but that's I, I don't know if it's my favorite show, but the one that is like uh, the most close to my mm-hmm. heart is Rent. What is your dream with theater? Your ideal world, ideal scenario. Make it to Broadway. What are you looking for? So I like that you asked this, but it's no longer a dream. It's absolutely a goal that will be accomplished at this point. Ooh. I will be in six. I love that. <laughs> I will be the musical 100% I will be in that musical and then from there I want to be Elphaba but truthfully I want to be in six so badly that I will do it for years until I can't do it anymore and then I will tap out of Broadway I'll be like thank you so much I I've done what I've came here to do I would also love to be Elphaba and Wicked uh, but I think a dream role yeah, yeah. I, I would love to go from six into Wicked, but truly, like, right now, I will be in six. There is no doubt in my mind, like, that's that's what I want. I want to know, as someone who also really enjoys performing, but someone who does have no talent, aka me, <laughs> um, what is your favorite part of it? Is it, like, bringing joy to strangers and, like, seeing their reactions? Is it the fact that you're sharing your gift with the world? Is it the singing? Is it the dancing? What is it? The thrill? What an amazing question. I, how can I answer that besides I was born to do this? Like I, I've always been entertaining, like not just like I've been entertaining. Like I've always been like the person in the room that's making you laugh or making you have a good time or wanting you to, you know what I mean? Hear my story or storyteller. Right. So it's like, I, I don't know what I would do if not this. I love that. There's no like other, you know what I mean? There's no like other. My mom always says like uh, my two sisters, I have Stephanie, my sister Stephanie is 10 years older. And then my mom had my sister Amanda and she literally said, she was like, I need to have another child to entertain Amanda. And that's why they had me was literally to entertain my sister and I'm like you were born with a purpose most people spend their whole life searching for it but you came out the womb (laughs) came out the womb with the purpose and she's here to provide (laughs) Abby also has a little bit of a performance background from childhood right Abby yeah oh yes actually when I tell me tell me buckle up it's actually a really big deal um when I was six years old, we would always go to Nana Carmela's, which was a local Italian joint, like the most authentic Italian place you could ever find up in the Seattle area, like so random. And like it. small, locally owned, like red and white checkers, the whole thing, real breadsticks, all that good stuff. None of that Olive Garden. Yes. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> no hate to Olive Garden, no hate, but it's just not authentic. You know what I'm saying? And when I was six... Um, they asked for any volunteers from the crowd to go up and sing with the man that would go and perform like really old Italian songs. And of course, me, I love being on stage. I love performing. And this is before I realized I had no talents because I was six. So I went up there <laughs> and I sang my little heart out. And I just feel yeah. like that is the epitome of me just like doing it. And I, I love that. A star was born. That's why right. nothing's going to stop me. Maybe I don't know how to do this, but I'm doing it. 
A star was born. There we go. (laughs) Yes. And much like you feel you were born to perform and entertain, Ashley and I were born to podcast, right, Ash? (laughs) God given. Podcasting wasn't around when God um, started the world, but here we are. (laughs) Too bad we couldn't come come out of the womb with a mic in our mouth, but... Screw the pacifier. We figured it out. We found our way. Oh, I love it. Um, <laughs> Instead of a pacifier, it's a mic. Yeah. Um, okay. We could go down Abby's performance tendencies a long time. I love it. I want her to get into voice acting <laughs> next, but that's a song for another time. We'll find our niche. But to back to performance, we'll find our niche. Back to performance tendencies. You're on TikTok. You start making, you're working construction by day, hard hat by day, TikTok by night. Ring light by night. Um, <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Did you go in? Did you go in with a niche in mind, or like were you shocked when you started blowing up? What happened when you started making TikToks? Um, honestly, whoa! I just started making like constant content, like nine videos a day, every day. Um, honestly, I had no niche in mind. I wanted to kind of be a full out personality because I was like. Oh, I don't know if I really just want to be a musical theater performer, TikToker. Oh, I don't know if I just want to be a motivational speaker, TikToker. Oh, I was like, you know what? I want to do, I want to show people every single part of me. So I think that's why though, seriously, it took me so long to blow up because like there are other TikTokers, it takes like, it takes three months because their niche is so specific and so like, they're going at it hard and they know exactly their format and stuff. Um, but like I came at it in like the roundabout way, but I think now I feel so comfortable like with my followers. Cause it's like, Oh, you guys know every single part of my life. Like I, I share every single thing with you. So <laughs> yeah, but I did not go the specific niche. No. I remember, I think I noticed you initially when you went on that group trip, trip with your best friends and they had it planned down to the second. That's our like college group of friends too. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's them. They all they really all have their weddings planned out, not even proposed to. Oh, that's us too. Don't get it started. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're all from the same village. <laughs> bunch of villagers um and then so when you started blowing up even bigger on tiktok did people start recognizing you out on the street in the wild and were you shocked by that in the wild and how did you handle the fame i absolutely started getting noticed the second i moved back to new york city when i was with my parents in boston mm-hmm. i we don't we didn't go anywhere it was like the height of the pandemic we never left our house so like <laughs> right. I didn't realize like everything just kind of looked like numbers. It was kind of like, Oh, I just hit a huge milestone. Like, Oh my God. Like these are all these followers on here. And it was just like this username and this username. Like I see them all the time. Yeah. But it's like, I have connections with people who are like user 0247. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, Oh no, I see them every day. Take a step back. You're like, wait, this is actually really cool. Right. It wasn't until I moved back into New York and then I went to the Met with my like really good friend. We both went to the Met and we were on the rooftop and a woman recognized me with my mask on. So like this much of my face, she was like, she was like, oh my gosh, are you the Utada girl? Oh my. And I was like, are you a follower? This is amazing. (laughs) 
And that was like my first big, like, wow, like there are act, like people are actually caring what I have to talk about and like love the energy I'm putting out there. That was, that was so cool. So, so cool. Like user 42678 has a background and a life too. And they're spending time watching your content. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cool. And like knew it. She led the entire Utada. She was like, let me do it. Like I'll take over. I was like, yes, queen, work it out. Like, just knowing that like they are my real friend like I'm not actually being catfished by people mm-hmm. like they actually are in real my real friends it's, it was amazing it's been amazing seeing that, really a million catfishers okay so for people that don't know that don't follow you on TikTok walk us through the Utada. what is that where'd you come up with it okay what does it mean for Utada. you okay the OOTD I see it everywhere right you've always seen that Outfit of the, the day. Like, hashtag, mm-hmm. It's the outfit of the day. I think it's, I think that started, um, on a reality TV show. I think, I don't know, but all I know is on TikTok. Everybody put, here's my outfit of the day. This is from Amazon. This is from a uh, pretty little thing. You know what I mean? Like people the top would like, is go Zara, the jeans are Gucci. Yes, exactly. And someone had said the video before I posted, I was scrolling and someone was like, all of you are asking about my jeans and where they're from. So I'm just going to do an outfit of the day and show you that they're from American Eagle. And I literally was like, why is nobody asking what I'm wearing? Why does nobody care? Because I'm looking good. So I made a video literally being like, none of you are asking, but here's my OOTD, the Utada, like just like fell out of my mouth. And then I just made this like whole performance with it and it blew up that first one ever. And then all the comments were like, we're asking for tomorrow. And I was like, okay. So I literally... As a like joke was like, okay, 50 of you want, no, no, it was like four. The first one ever was like four people asked. I was like, four of you asked and four more than yesterday, baby. Like here it is again. And then truly from there took off. You know what? If four people subscribe to this podcast, I'd be over the moon. You know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> four new subscribers and we're jumping for joy. Yeah. Yeah. Hit, let's go hit the subscribe button figure it out <laughs> but then it, I beca- it just it. became I love, I love when people post those it makes me so inspired yeah it's more than just like oh this is the label of this shirt it's more like right. okay I put this on because I look good in it and I'm not gonna pretend I don't Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and going along the lines of that, I think you preach a lot of confidence a lot of self-love and I want to just touch on that really briefly just kind of your mantras with that and kind of your journey, your personal journey of self-love and what you, you kind of preach with your, with your channel. Yes. Okay. With my channel, um, all I, <laughs> I get this question all the time. Where do I get my confidence from? I have no textbook answer to be like, this is how you get the confidence. I have no idea. Truthfully from You're like, my mom had me to entertain people. What else do you want? <laughs> right. We're talking entertainment. Like, the jokes in my family are that my head is so big. I need a third hand to like hold my ego. Like that's like, we joke well, <laughs> but it's truly, it's truly like self-awareness. Me personally, it's like self-awareness. Like I only do things that I love. I don't waste time on things I don't like. I don't waste time on things that don't serve me. I paint my nails, whatever color I love. I wear what I love and I, and it fuels my whole day. Like, you don't, I never wait to be complimented. I never have, because if you're waiting for someone to tell you, you look good, like you're always going to let be let down. Like I've always been my number one cheerleader. 
and like never been afraid to love myself so extremely hard. And I think that's why I've noticed like is kind of part of my channel now where it's like, if you can see me aggressively loving myself and that inspires you to aggressively love yourself, amazing. Now we're both starting to shine. We're both starting to see our true colors, both like there's so much room for all of us to, to grow and shine and rise. There's so much room. And it's like, if you can just take this little bit. That's that abundance mindset, baby. There's yeah. room for everyone to be pretty and hot. Hot girl summer is for yes. all. For everyone. <laughs> and, it's just, and it's so limiting. People are very um, like, I don't know, I guess intimidated by the media and like not thinking they're enough. So it's more like, okay, I want you to watch my content and believe that you can be enough. Like literally like doing the Utada, a mantra of loving yourself and loving the skin you're in, every part of who you are. Like you'll start, you will literally start to like rise and realize, oh wait, I am the main character. I am the main character. It all comes back to the main character, which we just made a playlist for. Everyone go check it out. Our last episode. we're obsessed with being the main character and also music that makes us feel that way because why would you waste time listening to music that doesn't exactly what is one of your go-to main character songs that makes that you put it on and you just feel like you are the star of your own movie more than usual (laughs) um okay the first thing that's coming into mind is i love may but that's not the one Oh my God, what is that? I don't need anybody else. Anybody else? I love that one, but it's not that. Oh my God, what is it? Abby, she's a professional singer. You should do a riff off with her. Ooh, ooh, like <laughs> oh, in yeah. <laughs> oh my God, what is the song? This is going to. Li- I'm going to be up at night thinking about this. Oh my God, you can send it to us later. All about being obsessed with yourself. Please don't tell me it's Me Too by Addison Rae because I will absolutely leave the chat. <laughs> I didn't think that. It's not that. But it, what is it? Oh, my God. This is killing me. Sleep on it and get back to okay. us. <laughs> kill me. Okay. Get back to us. It's, it's okay. Back to us in five business days and we won't hold it against you. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the deadline. So for anyone going through their 20s, they're kind of trying to figure stuff out. They're scared to make a jump. They're not sure what they should do next. What is your biggest advice? You've been through your early 20s. What do you think we should do? Confidence career-wise, life-wise, friend-wise. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to fail miserably. Try a million things and fail super hard and then learn from it instead of like going into a hole, like learn from it and then try again. I have failed like thousands of times and I, and, and every single time it has made me a better person. Um, I've learned way more than I ever could have. I've tried new things and I've, I never would be where I am right now if I was afraid to ever get started with anything. So just literally throw everything at the wall and then one thing's going to stick, but learn from everything that fell on the ground. That's pretty good. I like that a lot. We love that. Throw everything at the wall and see what yeah. sticks. <laughs> see what sticks. Fingers crossed one's or something. Gonna <laughs> one's going to stick really good, but everything on the ground, you're going to learn from why it didn't. You know what I mean? 
Totally. Do you want to continue TikTok into long-term, long-term future? Let's make it, make it to 2 million followers. Let's keep going. Sky's the limit with TikTok. Oh yeah. Sky's the limit. I'm now, I'm now really <laughs> trying to uh, transfer over to YouTube to make the longer daily vlog content, uh, which I really like, but TikTok's not going anywhere. Neither is Instagram for me. <laughs> Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. I also have a podcast, The Hypecast. Oh my gosh, plug it out, girl. Tell us what it's about. Don't be shy. Yeah, you get daily affirmations. And then we end the podcast with like a dare of the day of like, okay, like here's your dare of the day. Wear your sexiest lingerie and go to the grocery store and like tell me how it felt. Like, did you feel good? Did you feel confident? Did you feel like a new woman? What did you learn? It's literally all about just like challenging yourself to be the main character. I love that. We will definitely recommend that to everyone. I absolutely love that. Such a good idea. Yeah. And that's it. And just literally daily affirmations. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, okay, everyone, we're loving ourselves very strongly. Let's go. (laughs) Wait, can we hear like a tiny little trailer, like a little teaser just to close out like this beautiful conversation? Like what, what daily affirmations should we be saying to ourselves this evening as we, we we go into the weekend? Okay. What should we be saying this evening? Okay. I thank my body for getting me through today. I thank, I am grateful for everyone who came into my life, whether it was a small impact or a large impact today and the new people that inspired me today. And I'm taking that positive energy into tomorrow with me. And oh, what's another one? Oh, just like in general, the next time you see yourself in the mirror, yell that you love yourself. Even if that's so embarrassing, even someone outside is listening and you're like, oh my God, they heard me. Laugh about it and then go outside and you know that you told yourself you loved yourself and you made yourself laugh. Boom, done. That's the day. Double whammy. There you go. Two for two. I love that. That is so wonderful and so positive and so upbeat, which is what we're always trying to throw out all of our fans. Yeah. Pound it in their heads, positive and upbeat. You know what <laughs> that I've been loving as I close out the day? I kind of like to write affirmations on my bathroom mirror and kind of switch them up every few months, you know, so they don't get old. And I like to say, like, it's okay if I wasn't perfect today. I gave my best self. Tomorrow I will continue to learn and grow. I will love that. Like, allow myself some sleep and like allow my body to rest and recharge because I feel like that's so important. People are really just out here doing the most and nobody's letting themselves recharge. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And also the reminder of like not every day. Productive. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I'll be (laughs) home. Yeah. Like not every day needs to be productive. Some days you can just rest. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. you can just allow yourself to literally just be, just be, you're enough. You are enough. That's it. Sometimes productivity is being restful. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. And when you're re- unwinding and relaxing, do you ever listen to podcasts or do you read any books that you would recommend? Anything that you've been consuming lately that you're just like, everyone needs to know about this? Hmm. What do I do to unwind? Oh, no. My unwinding, oh, no. <laughs> I am giving you Netflix realness. I'm giving you, I am all over the Netflix. Yeah, I'm all over the cheesy, give me a Netflix movie that I can just literally turn off my brain and just mindlessly watch, truly. If I need to go to bed, that's that's my unwind time. Anyone I'm on the you watched recently that you just love, like a forgotten gem of a movie? Literally. 
uh, literally the Divergent series. I read the books. So I love it. And I read the book so long ago and it was just on TV and me and my roommate were like, that's it. Like we are now going to watch all of them. (laughs) And then we're going to move on to Star Wars because May the 4th be with you is coming up soon. It is. It is approaching. (laughs) Ashley and I and our friends. That's, that's how we feel about the Twilight. Yeah, we watch the Twilight series and we also watch the Hunger Games over quarantine, which was really interesting. And Uh there's so many things you appreciate now watching it again with new fresh eyes. Underrated. Right. (laughs) So we're all for an awful um, <laughs> series based off of books from when we were in high school. <laughs> Love it. So where can the people find you? Where can everyone get a hold of you if they don't follow you already, which they should be? Yeah. Yeah, They're missing out. But where can they find you if I they know. don't? I'm like really depressed that we can take a happy hour together right now. Like I would just love to spend an evening with drinks with you guys. Yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, hundred percent. We should be doing happy hour, hundred percent. Okay, following me, every, I'm on every social media that's Sienna Giletti. I I answer DMs on Instagram. So if you're trying to message me, message me on Instagram, TikTok. Mm. I never answer DMs on TikTok. I can't. It's uh, too much. It's too much. <laughs> too much. Instagram, I answer. I have mm-hmm. a website, DeAngeli.com, where I give social media growth tips and life coaching sessions as well. Ooh. And my YouTube Ooh. is my YouTube is hype of the day. You can find me on my YouTube. And my podcast, of course, is my hype cast. And that's on like every streaming platform. You are covering every medium human. Oh, I don't know that there's one you're missing. <laughs> you know what? Someone told me there was. Someone said I need to get on Twitch. And I was like, no, don't you dare. Like, don't, yeah. there's not enough time in the day. There is no, no, you're probably already logging a nine to five on TikTok. <laughs> there is not enough time in the day. I can't even stress that enough. There is not enough Especially time. if we're Literally. unwinding and loving ourselves and being the main character. Like, where do you right. fit it all in? And acting and going to auditions. We just can't, we can't do, do it, it all. all. My gosh. I've had the best time chatting with you. I think you're so much fun. And I really appreciate all of the that you do and all of the confidence that you preach because I think the world needs more of it and the world needs more people who are unashamedly themselves and just here to entertain and I I applaud you for doing that and inspiring others to do the same yes well thank you for having me and this was so much fun it feels like we're just us girls like just having a good time just chatting it up (laughs) and yes we'll see you for a drink in New York yeah seriously let me know I'm the New York City I'll take you around booking my flight now (laughs) 